0: My name is Chriselle, and my name is Gallery, and we're here to talk about community engagement and healing through art.
1: Yes, ma'am. And so today for SFW's podcast, episode one, season one, we got Nell G in the building. Yo, 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 What's yo, 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 yo? up, Nell G? What up, now G? How you been?
2: I've been blessed. Been Black blessed? and beautiful. You feel me?
1: Alright, I feel that. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> What's up with your music? How's that?
2: Oh, we're going right into the paint for sure. It's been good. It's been good. It's been good. Oh yeah. Hustle all day, every day. I've some nice. stuff coming. I don't even want to say too much because it's just gonna come at you.
1: You're coming. right. It's just <laughs> it just it's just gonna do that noji that that thing. thing. that noji thing. That noji thing is just gonna
0: come at you like black, right?
2: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> okay, for sure. That's cool. All right, to start you off, we're gonna give you an icebreaker question. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Um what is your most useless talent? you know
2: it's funny they switched up this question (laughs) because i was ready to answer the other one (laughs) my most useless talent Mm -hmm. dang i dang you had to give me a thought about that one (laughs) i don't know what i don't think any talent is really useless
0: okay
1: Hmm. philosophical about it word i believe
2: that i mean it's how you use it so I don't Definitely. know. I don't. I don't really have Skill a useless talent. That would be, be my answer. I don't have a useless talent. Yeah. All of them are usable. I can relate. <laughs> oh, no, I thought about this. Okay,
0: then what's your favorite animal? <laughs>
2: my favorite animal would be a whale. I would. I would say an elephant, but I say whale either way. I think so. A oh, whale. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm obsessed with like. Well, I like wa- Like I like the idea of water. I've always liked the idea of breathing underwater and just submerged like knowing you can jump in water you can't hear nothing unless somebody's like really making some loud noise so knowing that the the whale like what lives the longest like 200 years yeah i think
1: they're i think they're top of the food chain right in the ocean
2: and they just be chilling they just be swimming around chilling if they see food they just open their mouth mouth. with it and and keep it pushing i think they're on
1: top of the food chain dead ass because they nobody could a shark ain't gonna attack them
2: Nah, cause there's killer, there's killer will. Hey,
0: what kind of music yeah. are you listening to, or what's your favorite song that's
2: out? See, I listen to a lot of different music, so I would say right now my favorite favorite song is "Replace Me" with Don Toliver, Big Sean, on Nas' album. That's my favorite song, like right now. Okay, replace I,
1: me. I like okay. that.
2: Okay. That. It's just the sound. Like I'm very drawn into people who just use their voice in a such a like melodic way. Like, I'm in a lot of underground rappers. I'll be going through YouTube just watching stuff, like, all day. So I'll find an artist nobody will even hear of, but probably had like, 500 views <laughs> from another country. is tight.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, wait, one more, one more question before we get in depth with, like, when we go into music. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, what do you do now, Juice, for those who don't know?
2: Keep writing, rapping, producing, mixing. And now I'm getting into some other editing stuff, but just right. that, songwriter, rapper, producer. For
0: I'll sure. keep it like that. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So, I like that you're involved in every part of your artistry and like every step of the process to putting out your music. But primarily, like, which role do you play more often than the others?
2: I guess it depends on how I feel because I kind of like I can be walking, mind my own business, and I'll just hear a melody in my head and I'll have this itch to put it down and then make a beat and then just leave it alone. Or I'll make the beat and then I'll get to like singing something that I like and I'm writing on just any paper that's in front of me or just any notepad so most of the time I enjoy the writing process more because it makes me think more that's like more of the message like where am I at but sometimes I'll just be in the mood to produce and I'll just I'll probably make whatever I make like take me like 10 hours Mm
1: -hmm. you
2: just hear the beat going through the house and everybody's just like oh yeah
1: I see see. (laughs) and a question to go along with that like what is your strongest suit Within that, you know, we all have our strengths. Like, we could fly, we could swim, we have different superpowers. But mm-hmm. what is, like, our main thing that, like, we're able to give power to more?
2: Well, I, if you would ask me this question about a year ago, I would have said just rapping. But producing and rapping is now, like, my strong suit. Because now it's like I feel comfortable with what I'm making. That's and I just know yeah, if I think it's hard, I don't really care. <laughs> that's right. <we're, laughs> yeah.
0: For sure. And who's inspiring you in your creative journey?
2: Well, I mean, I could give a cliche answer and just say J. Cole, or um, I'll be quick to say... That ain't cliche um, at all. (laughs) um, Honestly, the main ones that uh, inspire me are the producer artists, like the ones that people don't know about, like, or the background writers, like High The Prince, um, and I'll go Ty Dolla Sign. Like, people like like producers that just sing and just can just, they just put this magic touch on something. I I like those, and they can just be in front of the camera.
1: Dallas Sign is hella talented. I
0: would love to work with him too. So I think because you're so involved um, with the entire creation of your music, Mm -hmm. there's more opportunity to make your sound unique. Mm -hmm. So we want to ask you like, what makes Nell G stand out? What makes him different from other rappers?
2: Um, I think what makes me different is my message. Like that's just what it is because when I write my songs, there's a love in it that people don't really, it's up to you to take it in however you interpret it. But I know when I when I write what I write, I'm living through whatever I'm probably writing about or I'm feeling the feelings I'm writing about and I'm just putting it on paper. And it's just eventually after one play, two plays, you're going to hear it and be like, oh, it is different. And then you'll finally hear where I was at <laughs> in my music. So, yeah. Okay,
1: for sure, for sure. But in the whole genre of rap, Mm-hmm. You know, you know, there's so many scenes like you could talk about N.W.A., Ice Cube and all the new rappers in this age. Like mm-hmm. what makes what is like this not not pulling from another question I was about to ask you, but mm-hmm. like what is the specific genre of G. Are you like, is there a different style that you pull from that makes you different? Because there's combinations of many things. and well, that's what makes you unique, too.
2: Well, if it's like where I pull from, like I can say I grew up on like R&B and like regular like old school like gangster rap because my dad and my mom my mom listened to a lot of erica badu like who?
1: okay <laughs> erica <laughs> badu and who else? jill
2: scott um okay. top india Irie at the top um and she listened to a lot of jazz and i remember um a lot of parties family parties as a kid so i would hear all the music and people dancing so we nice. had a piano in the house when i was younger so it's just that's all
1: nice so it was like influenced around you like mm-hmm. that whole time so it, it was easy it was an easy transition to choose what you want
2: to do for sure well not necessarily because after that after um uh transition certain family members were lost and then at the time i was getting into rock music so then i got in a nickel back oh, okay. lincoln park um, and then uh, as i lay dying was a favorite of mine All i right. got into the screamo scene i had like i still have a shirt from high school that was like i wrestled a bear once it was like okay. this band with this female screamer nice. like I used to listen to all that, so since became like favorite, a fa- fan favorite when they started putting that with the screamo and then the singing. And nice, then and like,
1: you put that eyeliner on.
2: And no, see, no, see, you're going too far. And you're you're going spiked, too far. It wasn't even like that. Around your neck, no, you know, they thought like I was going to do that. They thought I was going to do that, Why but didn't no, because no, that wasn't me. <laughs> I come from a household where that my, my most of my family's from LA, so how they acted in the house was when they was in the hood. That's just okay. what it was. How they grew hood, up more than just... yeah. Just a different mentality and how they saw things. Like I was more open than what uh, my guardian at the time like could really understand. So yeah. she was like, "What are you doing? This is weird." Yeah.
1: She we would were judge just, it. Like experimenting, and, like flowing through what you like at the
2: moment. Mm-hmm. But I still would go back and forth, like to everything, like even pop. I'll listen to pop, and then I got into dancing through high school, so that changed my sound too. Go.
0: So you had all these different experiences. You listened to all these different genres. Mm-hmm. So what drew you to rapping? How does it influence the way that you live your life right now?
2: Um, I can say that when I decided to rap, it was a moment where probably like, literally it was that dead ends meet, like any human being can meet, like that dead ends meet where it's just like, you ain't got nobody to call, nobody to talk to, you probably going through a bad relationship, you down and out, you on the floor type of thing, broke, everything. <laughs> and the moment you just find something that just, like, you needed something to take your mind off, and then in that moment, God just gave me that gift, like, to sit there and write my feelings out, and then when it came down to it, I wrote it on this Eminem beat, uh, Mockingbird. <laughs> I heard okay. that instrumental like the instrumental oh, push, first.
1: Baby does... oh, and
2: I have yeah, first was, I wrote it to that, that yeah. and then that's when I started figuring out, like, you know what, I'm gonna try to do this, and that's, that's just what it came out to be, so what got me in the rap was just, like, in that moment of like doubt, I just found a light for me. So now I just use that for my, for me to express that in the best way possible To so hopefully somebody else can feel the same thing. I don't want them to feel what I felt in that moment. So if I can help, then it's worth it. Nice, nice.
1: I think that goes into the same. I have another question that goes with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't know if you want to answer it. I could ask it again. Go ahead. So yeah, just for edit, edit takes. <laughs> um being a songwriter, rapper, and producer, how do you maintain mm. the style of Noji through those outlets? Because you know, how is the style of Noji different from everyone else? You know?
2: Um I mean I'll say it again, it's all about the love. It's just different. Like the if...
1: never ending love. Exactly. Two.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um it the reason that keeps the game afloat, because I just know when I just keep my faith in what I need to write and how i hoping that it affects people. I'm hoping that it spreads out and I'm hoping how it makes people feel like that's what keeps my tank going, Like knowing that one day there's going to be a song that someone's not going to be able to ignore. It's not going to be something that's like, I can play this once and not want to come back to it. And this helped me. So that's like, that's what keeps me going until I make just a body of a career with that amount of music, with that, feeling that main the classic feel that's just something to go back to then i know i've I've done my job i'll be happy with it so that's what keeps me going yeah
1: (laughs) that's right and you you never know like that one song could be it and it could be the most it could be the song that you know you could be more doubtful of or whatever but Mm -hmm. you know any song could be it
2: any song i mean i'm not looking for a hit per se i'm looking for the one that hits me to where it's Mm -hmm. just like I, i have no doubts about it like at all and i'm it's getting there. I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. once
1: I think once people start to tune in, start to resonate as well. That's when, you know, you know, you did your message mm-hmm. on your part. Yeah.
2: And that'll be my phase two. Yeah. Plus, I
1: just kick it. <laughs> like, I don't be trying to be stressed. I don't yeah. Be you don't to... just sit. Do you just ever just when you during your writing process, mm-hmm. do you just sit down and, you know, make make yourself right? Or do you just like, do I feel like writing today. i I want to write right now or do you just like whenever whenever you have that feeling
2: i think it's i'll be probably making myself a sandwich in the kitchen or something and i'll think of a a bar i want to write down like a melody in your head and just just go write it down or pull out my phone try to record it or something like that i I saw your
0: tweet like I'm just speaking things. um, I think I'm speaking in my mind, but I'm just saying it out loud and everybody's hearing me. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Yeah,
2: something like that.
0: So, I mean, you you said that Nell G, like the thing that is unique about you that um, like identifies who you are as an artist is talking about love. But the lyrics, like when I listen to them, you're talking about really complex things mm -hmm. and really deep things. So I want you to talk about a little bit what... Like, you don't have to be super specific about your personal details, but, like, what are the kinds of things that you're going through that you're talking about in your music?
2: Um, I mean, I fight what every artist fights, like depression, whether it be—I mean, I don't tell people everything that I've gone through, but, I mean, a lot of the times of the things that I've seen, uh, I've seen people just not come back from, like, just witnessing, um, like, a friend die, a family member, somebody close, like, to you, like— Imagine seeing somebody every day of your life and all of a sudden they're gone. Like that that hits and that's gonna leave a mark. And mentally for some people that affects your relationships because when someone drops and it attacks like the people around you in a way where it's just like, they may get distant from you. They may get, it's just, you're just, I just be going through the toughest things of like mentally that you have to deal with, that you have to figure out why am I feeling this way? And why do I want to feel this way? when I really want to feel this way. It's like I want yeah. to go through my emotions and I like to express them. Plus, I feel like it's tough love. Everybody goes through life for a reason, for like through something bad for a reason. So I feel like the things that I went through is for me to talk about. I mean, some people that I lost, I didn't expect to lose. Some places where I lived, I didn't expect to live. I didn't have expectation to have certain jobs or go through different school issues or have bad relationship issues or or things that carry into my relationships that I never even dealt with stuff that you figure out as you get older so in my music I just want to express that there's a love of understanding
0: mm-hmm. like it's
2: mm-hmm. like like when I mean never any love it's like for me when I when I was saved um, cuz I do believe in Jesus and with that relationship I seen that in my in my mother so that carried into my music and that's just what it is I don't want to give out nothing that's going to hurt somebody, I want to give it out that's going to make you think, that's going to make you ponder, that's going to make you listen, that's going to make you dance, or it's going to make you feel like, dang, this is a feeling I haven't felt before in a minute, or this is a feeling I was trying to figure out why I feel this way, and maybe this, like, deciphered it for you. Like, that's what it is, that never-ending, like, hey, you mess up, I'm still here to say, like, hey, it's okay.
0: We all yeah. do. Yeah. So the, the love is in being honest, mm-hmm. sharing your story, and then validating... The, your listeners mm-hmm. man, who are going through the same thing and and it's truth because mm-hmm. a lot of music today is about
1: lies you know everybody in a sense in if a if sense you think, if you think about it you know and people listen
2: when i used uh used to be around like like older folk most of the time i growing up i was always around people that are way older than me most of the time so when rap came up when i came uh when i got into the position to really start writing and really start rapping they would tell me like, you better spit it how you feel it. Like he would, he was like, he'll listen to a song of mine and be like, mm, I'm not feeling you. I'm not feeling you. I said, What are you talking about? So I had to keep working and keep making songs that, like until I, until you felt whatever until I understood what he meant. Mm-hmm. So when I finally like got the epiphany, I was like, I get it now. Spitting what you, what you're about and where you come from, like only you can feel that. So only you can really make that song, if whatever that song may be. So if people are just rapping. Stuff that they feel like they got influenced from hearing, and that if they're really living it, cool. You can tell. You could just tell. But if they're not, you can tell they're just doing it for a, a laugh, a gimmick, or they just trying something because they think they can. And that's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. And that's where the difference is.
1: And that's and that's truth. Mm. That's truth for sure. <laughs> you know, because you know we we could, there's like rappers like talk about truth about you know being in the hood and mm. gang violence and losing people and having somebody killed in front of them or something like that mm-hmm. And that one, that one speaks truth whether it's like you know very like um, explicit in a sense.
0: So you guys were talking earlier about like um, you know the the aesthetic mm-hmm. you know that a lot of rappers try to put on that is inauthentic like mm-hmm. when they're bringing up women and drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and stuff and using that into their music but mm-hmm. it feels like a lie. Mm-hmm. But like you you countered with there there are some artists that talk about that but they because it's true to their experiences it's okay. So I mm-hmm. I want you to talk about that a little like,
2: bit. <clears throat> yeah, like when it's true to like whatever they're feeling. If it make a like right now people can make a good song if you use go the trap drums to a melodic R&B sound, melodic and then just put anybody on and talking about going through like depression those things like people like to hear, but when you gone through it or you can connect with that artist, whether in some form or aspect of their music, like they've said something or had some, a song that just really hits you, you just connect with it, you just know. So, with some music like that, like that, probably most would deem like, oh, this is not, it's not appropriate. When you get older and you start living, you start experiencing things, and you start listening to certain stuff. You just can tell, like, okay, I get where they're coming from. It's just more of an understanding for me. I just want to understand. If I can understand your music and understand where you're coming from, I'm I'm probably going to like it. If if it, like, has a dope beat and you got it, like, all, like, you're in a pocket, like, like, oh, I never thought of this.
1: Yeah, but if it's catchy and groovy right, you're going to be into it. Like you said, you said a little bit previously. Yeah,
2: I'm going to be into it if it's something that I connect with. Yeah. Most definitely. But if it's something that I can't connect with because of, Whatever, yeah, if of... it messes with the sound, it messes with the sound. Whatever I hear, if it messes with the sound, it messes with the sound.
1: Okay, for sure. If it ruins
2: it, it ruins it. Just oh, like God. when the record scratch. <laughs> like, if the record scratch, it scratched.
0: Mm-hmm. I hear
2: that. <laughs> None yeah. I can yeah.
0: do. I hear yeah. you. And there are, I mean, there are so many other artists to listen to anyway. Mm-hmm. Especially independent artists that are talking about real things. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, not to knock down mainstream music. It's mainstream for a reason. Because Whoa. everyone... Everyone can dance to it. Well, I don't can. listen
2: to the radio no more, so I really don't care I, about mainstream Yeah, I feel
0: either. like it's radio is kind of not, I'm not saying it's dying, but mm. it's not what it used to be. Yeah. Like, power is with independent artists. Mm-hmm. And what I appreciate about your music is, like, you never cop out to doing, like, what sells, mm-hmm. you know? And it is more true to, like, what you like. Mm-hmm.
1: like in your style and that goes into the let question me, yeah, yeah. of um let me open my my notes <laughs> um, <laughs> like um like how do you change or find growth in your own sound like how do you elevate to your highest potential through music even because everything is you know changeable and we are able to extract it and you know pull from ideas that We never knew existed, but then it comes to us further down the line as we grow.
2: Well, it depends on who or what you follow, in my opinion, because I know when I was, how my parents raised me, like for whatever section of time that was, my dad always said, like, never be a follower, always be a leader. So that's just how I, like, conduct myself, even with my music. Like, a lot of times I'll go on a hiatus, like I won't call nobody, talk to nobody. I'll just sit in my room because I'm just enjoying my space and my mind, trying to hear what I, what I like. Yeah. Like, I'm never, I've am never, i conf- never never tried—I've listened, like, to tribe music and everything. Like, oh, I've tried to do any different types of flows and be certain type. Like, let me see if I can do that, do that. But then once I got, like, to where it's like, you know what? I got my own little groove, I started experimenting with that. So with that, like, it was just a small seed planted. So that's just going to be the growth as much as I contribute to it. Like, much water I give to it, as much soil I give to it.
1: That's right. And how many, how many seeds you want to plant more, you know? Um— uh In a, in a uh, sense that should, How many seeds
2: I want to plant I want to plant a seed for every moment that my mom misses <laughs> So that's for just sure. what it is
0: Word, word, word Can I bring up some of your lyrics from Raincheck?
2: Yeah, 2020,
0: talk about it Hit
2: hey, YouTube right now, Raincheck by Love Nell G Thank you yeah.
0: Yes, sir Capital
2: N, capital E, capital L Period, space, and then put the G Remember that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nell no, G In your second verse, um, you put, I'm not even into politics, but I have to get involved because these people got some problems our generation must must solve. solve. Um, Ignorance is volage, but how can we master class when you you feed us slave slave knowledge? knowledge, Really none at all.
2: Really none at all. (laughs) What's up, what you want to (laughs) know?
0: I want you to talk about like, what influenced you to write those lines? Because you, you always tell us like, you're not one to really Get involved in politics. And you obviously stated mm-hmm. that, but you were saying a political statement mm-hmm. in those words. So mm-hmm. I want you to explain that to us.
2: Well, I'm not the biggest, I've never been big on like government stuff or government issues or politics because I knew there's a level of understanding to have and you have to have an interest in it to really get it or whatever, however it moves. And growing up, it's like, I. Didn't get into politics. Most of the time, I only see gas price changes when a new president pops in. I don't really mm-hmm. see stuff changing around my wherever I'm living at, unless a store gets shut down or something like that. So now, being at this age and we done gone through school and different things like that, like I realized they didn't really teach us nothing. <laughs> they really didn't. If you think about it, they really didn't teach us anything. I only got to see books of people that didn't look like me. If we really want to be honest about it, like right. the time I got into high school, yeah, we were talking about Martin Luther King, but At the time, it was like, you didn't see nothing. You didn't see, like, nobody pretty much different in these books, or we didn't really spend that long in the section.
1: And what do you you mean by, in your lyrics, slave knowledge? They feed us slave knowledge.
2: Well, they just tell us what they think we're supposed to learn. Like, I feel like I would be much more aware of my roots and my heritage or who I am, like, dating back if it was more more information on that. Like, why am I learning more about this stuff when it's just like, um, at home, it's a little bit different. And it hits different when you realize you're not really into the politics, but you're finding out how much a vote is important because it's like, I'm reading and listening about this stuff, but it didn't really click. I actually, I actually would give thanks to a professor, um, cause I took contemporary African-American studies for my first year at Cal Poly. Mm-hmm. And I learned about black futurism and stuff like that. And that's a whole longer another conversation because of Dr. Jameson. And when she taught me that, and then you hear about even more stuff about history that I just didn't learn until I finally got to college. It's just like, it's kind of, it takes takes me aback. Because even though I'm not all the way into it, it's like, I still need to use whatever power I've been given, Mm -hmm. like, you know, as a person, as a human being. So yeah, I should get into, at least learn more about, like, who am I voting for and things like that? Not just be like, oh, what are we going to pick? Like, nah, these are people that are figureheads. <laughs> or whether they be a face or not, we at least got to pick. Like, we got to make a change in that. In my mentality, I had to make a change in it. So that's why I just wrote that line to be like, I mean, hey. And then plus my birthday is <laughs> November 4th. Yeah. But in the, in the elections have usually fallen on my birthday, like, multiple times. Like, oh, on that Tuesday, Wednesday, wherever yeah. that day is of the week the fourth is usually when it falls so it's like knowing that that's why I wrote that I was like oh well it was just a thought
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that thing that you said about like you don't you don't really learn to talk about it or they they don't teach us the stuff in high school and Mm -hmm. in college if you select the right class then maybe Mm -hmm. you know you'll talk about it 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 Mm -hmm. feels like they're they're deciding whether you're allowed to be a part of the conversation or not Mm -hmm. like if we don't have the knowledge then we can't participate and honestly I think it's it's very controlling of what
1: you know what they're they're able what the what the school system is like what they want to teach us and the whole you know u.s right Mm -hmm. but there's so much in depth in black history Mm -hmm. and i also like i said like you said you learned in college and Mm -hmm. that you never learned before and the same i did i i also took an ethnic studies class and i just learned about black history and i was just Mind blown of how much I've been missing throughout Mm. high school and in the history that nobody mentions, even teachers, professors don't Mm. even mention.
2: But not even just that. Also, I feel like um, I feel like real life skills need to be taught more instead of like me. Like I feel like classes, like learning a second language. I feel like it's crazy to me that in Europe you learn like most like you, you growing up. I forgot who I think it was. A friend of mine told me that they learn, like, from the countries that are around them, they learn their languages, too. So they, most, some foreign people actually learn, or if you're from Europe, you usually learn more languages than you're taught. We only give choice of Spanish, French, or if you're lucky, if you get to college, like, Japanese and other, Mm -hmm. other, like, languages. I wish I would have learned more of that. Or somebody would have taught me about taxes. Like, why do I got to pay this tax?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I wish I, somebody taught me sign language. I wish that was the a main language we all learn sign, language is, sign cool. language is so important yeah
2: but yeah no it's and just household things like i didn't get to take cooking class in high school i was excited for that mm. it's just i feel like they just feed us whatever whatever the budget's under
1: right and it's just like and the system too if you that, look really deep into it because why
2: do i gotta take algebra if i'm gonna go you know learn this over here like i'm gonna take art
1: mm-hmm. like why do i
2: have to learn algebra like why do i gotta learn about these graphs when i probably haven't even seen a graph in like how long yeah yeah i mean you could have taught me how to do my bills <laughs> like i really would have more appreciated that
0: yeah no has some social commentary he has some political ideas yes, and <laughs> so, that's the truth. yeah yeah but yeah. i i read something about the artist's role and i feel like you really embody this like in social causes the artist's role is to amplify the story mm-hmm. and i feel like you do that with every song oh wow and that's why i see you as a true artist i've loved working with you and we're really happy that you're here. Definitely, and yeah. appreciate so. It. In closing, I'm thank you. Um, I want to ask you, like, how has music been the vehicle for either change or healing in your life?
2: Um, stuff like this, like when someone like reaches out, because most of the time I'm not necessarily like reaching out. I'm usually like to myself a lot. So when people would be like, "Oh, like we should do this," or like when they decide to bring me in, it's like, oh, I didn't go looking for you. You, you heard something or you felt something that you felt something that was like, we should bring them along. And like stuff like that. I look for hopeful moments and stuff like that. Um, I also look for just whatever the next thing I can make. I'd be in the room like excited to just like I know I haven't made the dopest thing I've made yet. I don't, like, I, I believe that, like, wholeheartedly. Like, I haven't made what I really want to make yet. Even if I can make something that's probably, like, like makes you go, like, ape crazy, like, I still think, like, it's not something doper. It's something I can make better. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that kind of keeps me going and keeps my engine, rev, like, revving. And everything I talk about is helping me better understand myself. Like, I'm I'm, if I'm talking on the mic, I'm talking to myself at the same time as, like, I'm talking to just anybody else who's listening. Mm-hmm. So that's what keeps my engine running. Keep the healing process going. Have,
1: have you found healing in your own music in a sense? Like, you know, we have our own individual conflicts, you know, personal conflicts that, you know, that stick in our head. And so there's always an outlet of art mm-hmm. or some type of outlet that would bring that, you know, that message out where we're able to clear our head. Has music done that for you?
2: Oh, plenty of times. I've plenty of times I've finally written a song that, like, hit a feeling. And sometimes now it's like I'm still looking for certain songs to like, hit those feelings, but it's never ending. So it's just, like, it's always going to be, to every good, there's always going to be something bad. So there's always going to be, like, a weird memory or a weird feeling that's just, like, dang, like, I did that? Yeah. And you got to write about it. Like, because it's, like, you don't want to be in that space. You don't want to become a rock and yeah. be stuck.
1: Yeah, it's like you're, you're your own therapist, in a sense, when you listen to your own music and when you write mm-hmm. your own music, too. hmm
2: But I'm still interested in therapy, too, because that will help you organize your thoughts. It's, like, your own assistant for your thoughts.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for letting us talk to you. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> anytime, yes, anytime. And um, all links to Nell's music and his socials will be in the description box. Yes, yes, yes. Below. Click, click, click. All right. Any music um, coming out, now
2: I have yeah. a new song coming this Friday. All um, right. What is it? What What's date? it called? The twenty-eighth. Shine through.
1: Shine through this Friday. Shine through. All right, shine through. I'm performing for you right now.
0: We'll see. All right.
1: <laughs> All right, Nelgy, everyone.